Manila, how are you feeling today? I am feeling fantastic. Well, that's always a good thing, you know. Feeling mm-hmm. good, looking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been watching you. I've been seeing you. I know. Oh, I've been I've been watching and seeing you a lot of you, actually, <laughs> a lot of you and your husbands, actually, Latrice. Oh, that's true. That's happened mm-hmm. too. Let's talk about that. But stay tuned. Forever, dog. Manila, Latrice Royale. I'm feeling extra glamorous tonight. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. (laughs) Welcome to The Chop with Latrice and Manila. Who's on top? And who gets the chop? Let's chop it up. Yes, honey. It's March, bitch. Can you believe it? Like I can. I can. uh, Yeah. Well, this is a short month anyway, but still. (laughs) It's, bitch, it's almost springtime. Thank God. Well, for me, it's been lovely. For you, it's been lovely because we live in California and South Florida. So <laughs> we have not had to deal with snow unless you chose to go to it. So Yes, um, at the club. At the club, <laughs> honey. That's oh. <laughs> me and Daryl. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. <laughs> Latrice, Latrice, Latrice. Okay, so um, I just saw your interview that you were talking about with your husband, Christopher. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't watched the full thing yet. Um, because we had to record this. (laughs) 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 Okay. Tell me, tell me about this, um, interview you did with your husband. It was, it's really, I mean, really revealing. Very, (laughs) very revealing. So style like you, um, they do these segments um, with, you know, different couples from all different kind of backgrounds and shapes, sizes, genders, all of it. It's all about acceptance um, and love and loving yourself and how these unconventional relationships work and you get to the deep depths of what's underneath uh, the struggles and how we deal with it and how we keep the love alive and all those kind of good things. But as you're doing this interview, you are taking off layers, peeling off layers of your your clothing so that you get to with underneath and you're just there in your vulnerable state at the end <laughs> in your jaws. And I have never been this vulnerable in my life. Even on Drag Race, girl, I would they would catch me in different, various stages of undress, but never in just my jaws. I would never let it happen. And so this was a <laughs> moment. This is a, this definitely was a moment. But um, I have to say, it was me taking ownership of um, myself and feeling good within the skin that I'm in and knowing that even though I'm a work in progress, I'm still beautiful and I have a man that loves me and, you know, and this is why. And so it radiated with so many people and um, I I did not expect to get the level of emails and messages. Tracy Ellis Ross wrote a gushing 
um, message in my comments section and thanking me. Tracy Ellis Ross from, from Blackish? Tra- yes. The daughter of like, Diana Ross? Yes. Oh, what bitch? Tracy Ellis Ross. And I'm a huge fan. I love her work. And just for her, you know, like you just never know who's watching and you never know who sees you. And so this was definitely eye-opening, not only for a lot of the people who are close to me, um, but I was pretty open myself <laughs> because I never see myself this way. And so it was definitely different and good and kind of therapeutic in a way. So, yeah. And you're doing this with your husband. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like you're just th- there up there by yourself being vulnerable. You're being vulnerable with your, with your ride or die. Yeah. And I think that's, what's really cool. And I think that, you know, like, like you were like, I saw some clips before it, it launched. Uh-huh. Um, and you were, and you were talking about like how people don't even register you yeah. as even being together, like even yeah. not necessarily being husbands, but, but even, even being, yeah. yeah, yeah, but even being together because you were talking about how you get overlooked as a couple in the airport, etc. And it is, it is kind of true because I mean, it's maybe it's a little cliche, but there's like you know, like how a lot of like uh, pet owners kind of start to look like their dogs. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. Yeah, especially in the gay community, you see a lot of like gays who look like they're dating like their yeah, mere version themselves. of themselves. Yeah. yeah. So it's cool to see like really two like just from a visual standpoint like two very different people being together yeah. yeah but like when you strip it all down as you were doing it's it's nice to see that like you're not different people mm. you know what i mean you're like one team which it is really, really cool is. it really is um i i thought we looked like i was surprisingly amazed at how beautiful we looked holding each other and just being in our underwear. Like, I, like I've like i never been like that on film. So, um, now that I got a little taste of it, OnlyFans. Oh, shit. OnlyFans. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. What, you, what, you, you, you do a strip tease? I mean. You, you, talk, you talk about your relationship. <laughs> Take a little, show a little leg, you know. <laughs> I mean, there might be an audience. I know that my husband was was enjoying watching y'all take your clothes off. <laughs> yeah, he can put that one in the spank bank, honey. Yes, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> no, okay. So I haven't finished the whole. I haven't finished the whole thing. But like, well, how is it? Because like, when you're as you didn't you didn't just come as um, Timothy Wilcox. You came as no. full on the trees. So like, just. Just you have a lot more things to remove than Christopher True. did. Did well, Christopher have to like? Did he they, have to put in like extra layers or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they wanted us to wear, you know, in our in our chosen dress. They want us to wear as many layers, you know, as we can to 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 pull off and things. Um, but you know, us as who we are, we always have a reveal, honey. The House of Royale always got a reveal going on, honey. You're gonna have something underneath something underneath something. Yeah, a wig, a wig under a wig. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was it was it was great. It was really um, a, a moment, and I'm I'm proud mostly of it. Um, just really proud that it's resonating and people see it and. It makes you think about, do I, you know, it makes you self-evaluate. 
am I that person? Do I do that? Do I just pass judgment? Do I ignore people? Do I not, you know, make the wrong assumptions? You know, um, and I'm, we're all guilty of it, you know, at some degree. Um, but for what we go through, it is really habitual and we just, it's just a way of our lives. We get it. We do it. We get through it. All right. Well, if you guys, you guys really need to check out this interview if you haven't watched it. Um, it is on Style Like You on the YouTube page. Um, and it's it's quite revealing. And I, I think it's a really like positive message, especially to people out there who are, you know, they're not con- like they're not really like conforming to your regular like couple Correct. or whatever. Correct. You can find love in all kinds of people and you're not stuck to like what society is telling you you have to if you're the cheerleader you don't have to get with the with the the the, the, the quarterback yeah quarterback of the football team you know what i mean yeah. if you're a cheerleader yeah. you could get with the, the the crazy goth girl or 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 the ba- the band geek or right. you know what i mean like or the, or the color guard right, right? hello <laughs> <laughs> So exactly. I, I think I think it's quite inspirational, and I'm really proud that the both of you went out there and you chose to be vulnerable for for us to see. And 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 thank you for inspiring a lot of people and, and changing you. people's minds. Yeah. So go check that out on Style for You on YouTube. Style like you, that's it. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your week, Manila. What you been doing, girl? I've been seeing you out and about doing things, oh. seeing places, celebrities, and things, Big Brother people, and. Uh, girl, uh, well, I have, like, I don't have that much work. I'm doing a lot of, like, work at home. And by work at home, I mean Netflix. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go out and party. I'm going to go out and party. Um, yeah, well, I had gone, I had gone out this week. It was, like, my favorite thing. Um, my husband and I, we love watching Big Brother. And we just finished watching Celebrity Big Brother on mm-hmm. CBS because CBS like has to compete with NBC because they're airing the Olympics right now. So in order oh. to get that live audience, they they have Celebrity Big Brother. And so it was really cool. Lamar Odin was on there. Um, let's see. Carson Kressley. He was he was on the show. Yeah. Um, Cynthia Bailey. Cynthia um, Bailey from Housewives, uh, Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. So what right. happened was, is that like, I watched the finale live on, on TV, and then I had seen on like on Instagram or on, on Twitter that they were having a an after party for the, for the show at Rocco's, which is owned, Rocco's in West Hollywood is, is co-owned by Lance Bass from NSYNC. So oh. him and Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC, who was just on the show, they were hosting a party. So I'm like, I got to go. I got to see. I want to oh. meet. I want to meet. And I'm like, I know Crescent Cressley, so I can probably just walk up to him. I, you know, like, I'm, uh, I'm nice acquaintances on the scene with, with Lance Bass and his husband, Michael. <laughs> That's all you, you know, need to be. yeah. That's yeah, all yeah. you need to be. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're 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 kind of famous. I'm kind of famous. No, actually, <laughs> they're they're really famous, and I'm maybe I was on TV a couple times. <laughs> a couple, um, two, three times. Okay, so I went, and it was great. I got to meet Chris Kirkpatrick, and he was the sweetest man. He's so talented. I really enjoyed watching him on Big Brother. I I feel like I got to know him a lot more. I feel like of all the of all, all the um in sync members, like he's kind of the one that I've overlooked 
over the years because you know the, the Justin Timberlake success, Lance Bass being like a gay icon now. Like it was right. nice to watch Chris Kirkpatrick on national TV um, being himself and and telling his story and competing on Big Brother. And then I got to meet him, which which was really sweet. And he was really nice. He was so happy to be there. He really like fit in at the club. You know that like he had come to this. He comes to Lance's club all the time. So uh, he was just like at home. And I saw Carson, and he was amazing. I even saw Chris Kattan, and he was he was fun. I didn't get to take a picture with him because I didn't want to bother Chris Kattan. You know Chris Kattan from SNL? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. He he played Mango, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Night of the Roxbury, and, 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 Man- and Mango, this little stripper monkey. Uh, yes, 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 he was yes. One, he's one of my favorites of the SNL cast, and so I was like, kind of excited to see him. He seemed a little bit overwhelmed by all the people, so I didn't even really say hi to him. I just kind of like looked at him and like, oh my god, there he is. But then That's I got drunk, so and then I, yeah, it was cute. It was a fun. It was a fun little experience to go see the celebrity Big Brother cast. Well, one of the That's one of the best. Awesome. That sounds like fun. You know, like, I, I love to pretend like I'm hobnobbing with the celebrities. Z- 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 z. <laughs> mm-hmm. But other than that, I haven't really done anything that week. I didn't get naked um, with Chris Kirkpatrick or with Chris Kattan or Carson oh, Kressley. That could have been interesting. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe style like you will, will uh, <laughs> let me get naked with that. <laughs> Right. <laughs> They're like, who's this drag queen? Why am I taking off my clothes? That is hilarious. Uh, <laughs> well, let's take a quick break and then we can get back into our inbox. We haven't been oh. here. You got the job. 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 Girl, you got the job. We're back. <laughs> yes. We is back, honey. And we have a lovely, lovely letter in our inbox from Hooker. It's not a joke. This is actually their name they said. <laughs> and they celebrated to the fullest. So that's great. Where, Hooker, I want to know where you're from, and I want to know what, what, what your childhood was like. I know, what, like you poor thing, <laughs> but like I'm glad that you embrace it. I am too. Uh, but Hooker says, longtime listener and absolutely living for your commentary on UK versus the world. I was also excited to hear that Panjani Hills had joined the cast. She was incredible both as a judge and performer on Drag Race Thailand. Panjana spoke briefly about some of the differences between drag in Thailand versus other franchises of the show. I live in Thailand for a while, and I thought <clears throat> that I had some cultural insights to help others understand where she's coming from. Drag culture is not nearly as important as trans culture in Thailand, which I know. Mm-hmm. They have the ladyboys, yes. Um, the country is very accepting of the idea, particularly for men, that you can be born with the body parts that don't match your gender. In fact, there is an old saying in Thailand that says the number of the katoyi, uh, katoyi, yeah, or trans women uh, in the society is a measure of how civilized it is. However, oh. I love that. I love that. Jeez, we have a lot to learn. Um, 
here in America. However, gay men in Thailand do not necessarily receive the same kind of celebration. There is a little tolerance for public displays of homosexuality, and I've noticed drag race Thailand doesn't really go into the topic as they do on other franchises. It's simply not a subject that is openly talked about. I'm curious to know what Manila's experience was like interacting with the gay community in the Philippines. Do they face similar challenges living openly as gay men? And how do the trans women and drag cultures fit in their scene? Love to hear your insights and keep up the great work. Love, Hooker. We love you too, Hooker. Oh, we love you, Hooker, honey. <clears throat> right. Um. Well, Hooker, um, from my from my limited experiences being in the Philippines, I don't live there, and I don't like. Um, no, I'm not expert on on the culture of the gay community versus the trans community, but I feel like there is a. It's a very Catholic country, so the mm. gays. And the trans are kind of like fighting against that whole conditioning, the religious conditioning of of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, it's not as ex- I don't I don't think it's as accepting um, on like a. I don't think it's as accepting, like you know, like officially accepting because of the religious side. But I do see a lot of gay people and trans people, and especially like feminine gay men um living their living their best lives i think um it i i think it's like kind of nor it's kind of normal i i've seen so many um um trans trans people and gay people that kind of live in this like maybe they're maybe they're men maybe they're not kind of uh situation i think that it's i think that it's accepted um as just like a reality um i don't know like what the acceptance is from like the direct families or the direct friends i don't know what that situation is like but there's enough gay people that like work in like uh philippine media that it's kind of like a little bit normalized i guess so mm-hmm. i don't know I-, I don't know but i know that the 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 masculine feminine um like distinction is still like very there in the Philippines. So uh, I feel like now, like we're starting to like find the fluidity between the both of them. And I think that, um, I think that as time goes by and more representation is out there and more people are starting to feel comfortable, like by seeing other people that are kind of like them representing who they are. I think that it's going to, I think it's going to change for the better. I think so. But it's really nice to, to, to hear that in Thailand, that they consider the katoi the katoi um uh-huh. trans women as like a a, a good thing cuz honestly like yeah it is <clears throat> feminine power is i think the greatest power <laughs> so Absolutely. i can i can see why that is like you are transcending from like to the the female energy so i can see that's a good thing and so maybe that's why the the gays the gay men at least are aren't viewed the same way because they're like, well, go and become a woman already. <laughs> All right. Like, what are you waiting I for? Mean, if, if you want to suck some dick, then you just uh, be a woman and like raise the raise the measure of our society. I guess I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know idea. But like I know everywhere it's different, and it's kind of cool, especially with the show like UK versus the world to you know 
open up the eyes of the RuPaul's Drag Race audience to the other countries and how it is, their, how their gay culture is there uh, versus how mm. it is in the States or whatever. So it's cool. Good, good question, Hooker. Very good uh, I, I question. Wish, I wish I could answer it a little bit better because, you know, I'm not a, perf- I'm not a, I don't, I don't really know. You did great, sweetie. You did great, sweetie. <laughs> well, send us emails at latrice at manila at gmail.com. And, and if you have any uh, emails that you want to send us, and we we'll, might hear, you know, talk about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Let's take a break. Yeah. We are back. Now, let's get back into that box of ours. Uh, okay. This one's from Alana. Alana. Hi, Latrice and Vanilla. Long-time listener. Second-time writer. And I just have to say, I've never laughed so hard at double pink eye from Kate. Oh, my God. Hong oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so yeah. embarrassed that I even told that story. I, I couldn't <laughs> even. I couldn't even. I couldn't even listen to that podcast. <laughs> Talk about vulnerability. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you uh, I'm a bi woman married to a bi man, and eating cake happens a lot, even oh, though we have wow. a very handy chair specifically for it. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I did not know double pink eye could occur from this, and now I know it'll never be the same. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the laughter. That your pod brings to my ears each week, and for my oh, that's the email you just said you didn't know it existed. If you get pink eye in one eye, you can get pink eye in another eye. Pink eye is highly contagious. That's why when you see someone with pink eye, you do not want to be anywhere around them because it's very easy to get an infection. <laughs> it's true. All right, our next email, also I guess from Alana, or maybe this. Oh no, no this, this is, is from, from Crystal. Crystal. From Crystal. Hi, gals of the beautiful chop, chop, chop. My mom and I don't talk uh, um, anymore, and it's my fault. Oh, oh, sorry, girl. When I was 13, my parents separated, and I was mostly living with my dad because my mom didn't have anything. My dad talked about it. A, uh, my dad talked a lot about a lot of shit. He was really mad she left him. Then he was telling me she didn't want to see me anymore because she's living her new life without me. How she's an evil bitch and a dyke. God. (laughs) He told me lots of stuff that wasn't true and it made me hate her. How she abandoned me when in reality, she tried to fight for custody for me, but it was hard when she hadn't worked in years and had no money. My dad got full custody of me and she had visitation, but I made it so hard because of how much I hated her for breaking our family. I called her stuff. I was super mean to her girlfriend. She tried um, for therapy and I didn't want to go. Then I think I was like 16. I remember she asked me and I was crying what she can do to help me be happy with her. I told her I'll be happy when she burns. Literally, I said that. Oh my God, girl. That's the last time we talked. It's been four (sighs) years of nothing. I kicked her out of my life and just leaving my, um, for just leaving my dad and then coming out as gay. Is there really anything I can say now that it's been so much time not being in each other's lives? Is she even going to want to see me for how I treated her? I don't know what I'm supposed to do to show her I'm sorry or how we can rebuild a relationship. Thanks, Crystal. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry, Crystal, that this is your life. 
it's not your fault that your parents didn't that broke up. I mean, you're, you're, it seems like your mother was a lesbian and, you know, she she, she couldn't lie. She needed to yeah, be herself. She needed, she needed to live her authentic life. And I, that's why she left your father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because she needed to be who she was. And Crystal, now that you're a little bit older, I feel like not. And, and obviously you're, you're listening to the podcast, so you, you know the, the, the gay things now. So... I don't know. Yeah, um, Crystal, it's never too late um, to build that bridge and mend those fences. Like, the the fact that you are aware and understand your participation in the, the, the destruction of the relationship, and you're owning that, you need to do that to your mom. You need to do that. You owe that woman an apology. Um, and um, you have one mother. No matter what the circumstances are... Um, and now that you are aware that they are not what they were, what you thought they are, were, um, you're misled and lied to. Um, so you reacted, and that's human. However, now that you become a, more of an adult, you can mend those fences and reconnect with your mom and really try to make up for some lost time and um, get back in there and 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 share in her happiness and i'm sure that'll make not only her happy but your heart will feel a lot fuller um as well it's tough i come from a broken home as well and um i hate to say that i hated my dad but i did i did i, I strongly disliked him um for the things that he did to my mother and the way he treated my mother and my mother always tried to make me despite what he had done to her, have a relationship with him um, on my own. So she encouraged me to see him and encouraged me to visit and accept and forgive. And it and it just was not happening. Um, and he died before we ever resolved. And so I wasn't, I don't feel any guilt from that still to this day. I really don't because I know how things were. Um, but you have a chance to make it right with your mom so you really do i i think that like the fact that you're writing us already you already know like what you got to do you got to reach out to your mom and and you got to explain it to her like you were you were young and you, you were, were being conditioned you were being young yeah. and you were being conditioned by someone who was hurt yeah like your, your your father like i mean your mom seems like an amazing person i mean she's a lesbian so she's got to be amazing you know what I, mean? I, fix, I don't want to she probably can fit shit yeah, yeah. She, she's probably uh, she's uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, I think that you, you have to think is like, you know, your, your father was, was, was taking it out on your mother through you. You know, he was getting payback, um, for her leaving the both of you. And he was taking advantage of the fact that she didn't, wasn't able to support herself in order to be a proper mother to you. And so your poor mother, uh, was left abandoned from her family in a way because she, she, kind of had no other choice. It was like, mm-hmm. as a gay person, y- you can't live a lie. It's it, You're not going to be happy. It, and if mm-hmm. she had to, if she had to be the mother that you thought she was supposed to be, she would have been a terrible mother because she wouldn't have found happiness in her own life. And it would have been really hard for her to raise you properly. Um, so you have to also give her the benefit of the doubt. I, I think that you should reach out to her I think you should apologize to her and you should make the steps um, 
in order to to do that, uh, try not to try not to put too much pressure and 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 blame on your father because we already know that's it's his it's a lot of it yeah. is his fault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just now that you recognize it, work work past it. Yeah, work past it and own your shit. Only only own your shit. You can't blame anybody else and don't put it off on anyone else. Just own your part, and I guarantee you, it'll be a healthier way to go. Yeah, and you you're never you're never gonna get that like uh, perfect childhood that you think that you're gonna see on TV. Well, no one really does, no to be honest. No, no. So once you once you accept that that's not gonna happen, you can have a completely loving adult relationship with your mother, her girlfriend, and be part of each other's lives and be a family. Yes, yes, absolutely. And you can Absolutely. have two. You can have your family with your mother and her girlfriend, and you can have family with your father. Yeah. And you and you have to be the strong one that tells your father, "No, I'm not going to accept you, any bad talk from my mother." Right. You know what I mean? That part. And now that get part. your now get your mother's side. And get your yeah. mother's side. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. Thank you, Crystal. That was great. We're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back with our tops and chops. We got the 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 chops. Girl, we got the chops. We're back and each week we do highlight our tops and chops of the week. Now, since February is officially over. We are in March now, and so we are going to choose our favorite and least favorite moments we experienced last or this past February. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. Looking, okay. looking back at our looking back. February. Looking okay. back. So my top. Yeah. What's what do you what did you enjoy about your February this year? My birthday week. Oh, oh my, my God. God! From Seattle to Las Vegas, baby. Let me tell you something. I partied like it was. Like I wasn't fifty, bitch. Like I act. I have not seen six a.m. in the sunrise coming home from the club since. I can't even tell you the last time that had happened to me, girl. But we did it. We did it. I had a fabulous time. I got to see um, my sisters at RuPaul's Drag Race live. They turned the party. Um, I got to see. I went to the. Um, Vincent Van Gogh exhibit, immersive event, Ooh. that thing. I went to that. That was so amazing. Um, just like, just the whole vibe from the whole week, from the time we went to Seattle um, and and did our shows there, which was amazing. Um, and it felt so good. It was like a renewed it was like a renewed family reunion and renewed love because, I don't know, we just got separated through the pandemic and now felt back again and it was it was really awesome so yeah my top was my 50th birthday baby happy birthday latrice <laughs> well i mean damn like I, I i feel like i didn't do nothing like that <laughs> uh, yeah girl <laughs> well, i, I know what you're like I, I, can, I can tell you your top what's my top that your hair is on the way. I'm going to send you a tracking number. Oh. <laughs> I did ship it. <laughs> oh, yay. Yay. Okay. So you got the hair. Okay. Well, since I haven't got it yet, I can't actually say. <laughs> that's fair. my top. 
But I really am excited to see this wig that I won from Last Queen Standing uh, a few seasons ago. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot going on, girl. A lot. <laughs> um, I have been working on some projects. Uh, I, I really can't say it right now. Maybe, maybe by now. It's I love be... those. No, I love that when you can't mm, say stuff. But, I know. Like, you've, been work- you've been working on some things. I've been working on some things, some upcoming projects. I'm really excited about this. Um, I am, you know how they, you know how they say like when you can't do, you teach. Teach. Oh yeah. 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 Well, well, I guess apparently, like if you can do, you could also teach. Uh, Hello. Or, or maybe I just can't do it, and that's why I'm I'm going to start to (laughs) Uh, to be a teacher. Well, no, you can do and have done, and that's why you're teaching. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, so during my February, I can't really say much just yet, but um, I am, uh, I'm like. I've gained so much like knowledge, and like I come from a family of like teachers. My father, for a while, was a teacher, and my mother was also a professor at the University of the Philippines for a while. Um, And I feel like I I love all of my teachers. I I think that like I'm so appreciative of everything that people like go and they they teach people and yeah. I'm like I kind of like that because I feel like I've gained so much knowledge and it's like it's not doing anything and any good just up in my head so like let me just like right. get it out and share like, the wealth share the wealth <laughs> I don't I'm not yeah. having children I don't have to like I, I can't like really give like any like lessons to my own children I can I mean I have like like drag children I got nieces and nephews and well, I can this is how you leave your legacy darling this is how yes. you do it you so yeah in it. a way um this February I've been working on a legacy project where I am going to be um bestowing some knowledge upon my pupils I love that uh-huh. I love that, that more to a- come <laughs> We'll talk about more of it later when I'm um, able to announce it. I'm here for it. Well, but what about your chops? Oh, chops. A chop of the month. Mm, what is the chop mm. of the month? Mm. Uh, you know who what? I'm chopping? Ooh, what, 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 what? That Putin dude over, over in Russia. He's oh fucking up God. everybody's vibe. He's fucking up everybody's vibe, man. Like, nobody wants trying to do this. Man, what year are we in? Nobody's trying to go to war and do all this shit, bullshit. Shut him down. So, uh, he's got the big chop. Um, I hate it. I hate him. I hate it. Oh, I feel like we are like in like, you remember the early stages when we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coronavirus. Oh, it's just happening in China. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Mm. I am so scared. Right now, I'm scared that we are going to like, we're entering this new like war phase. Yeah. Of, of like, the world, world War Three happening yeah. here because it's like mm-hmm. uh, lines are being drawn in the sand. Uh, we're gonna let this happen or are we gonna stand up to this I don't know if we stand up to it is it gonna start shit if we let it happen if we just let it be are we you know just being complacent in you know the politics of the world and letting people get away with the I don't I don't know enough about this uh, to even form an opinion but right. I know that like I'm just like god damn it like is this like when I was like licking people in the club on, like, March 1st, only to find out that coronavirus is everywhere. Like, I, 
So I think yeah. I'm like enjoying myself before like we are literally like doing like um those air raid bomb shelters. We all right. like all hide hide under Correct. our desks. Correct. Girl, Jesus. we. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's it my could child. be the end. It could be end of times. Well, girl, that's a good chop. And I honestly, I gotta say that. Uh, well, all right, my chop, my chop. Because I I told you I was um watching Big Brother. All right. Yeah. Uh huh. And I was having a lot of good times. Even went to the after party. Um, it was really great to see um, Carson Kressley on the show. He was amazing. Hilarious. I don't even watch the show, but I can watch his confessionals all day. He's so good at making reality TV. I mean, Jesus. he's a pro. So he's been doing this for like 20 years. Because yeah, like yeah. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, RuPaul's Drag Race, all these other appearances that he does, like red carpets and whatever. Um, but he got... he. He wasn't really. Um, I'm gonna chop um, Carson Kressley getting the chop from Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother, I, because okay. he kind of didn't know the game when he oh, went onto the show. Uh huh. And so he kind of like he kind of like, but he was so good at being on TV. And congratulations, uh, Carson Kressley, for being voted America's favorite house guest. Oh, um, did he win that? That's good. That's like yeah. Mr. Geniality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he won like, I think, 25 grand, which he said That's he was awesome. going to donate some of it to his uh, charity. Um, but yeah, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna chop because like, I fucking love Carson Kressley on TV. I do and, too. And the fact is like he got he got the chop, so I'm going to chop that. Because I, I, it's oh, sad good. to see um, yeah. Carson Kressley go home. He makes such good TV. But also, he... Um, because he was on the show, and this is like one of those shows where he has to, they have to vote each other out of the house. Yeah. So maybe in the future, like Carson Kressley will like not, cause he's going to go back and judge more drag race all-stars. So maybe, maybe he'll have a little bit more, um, empathy with the girls who have mm. to eliminate themselves. Mm. Cause he had that, he had that cutthroat. He had a cutthroat moment. He was doing really well in, in the show. Like he was, he was a, a very big threat in the house. So they I got rid of him. You. That was my that's child. How that, that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. I mean, girl, I, it's a lame chop. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I, it's not it's like okay. rush, not like Russia bombing Ukraine. <laughs> Sorry about it, <laughs> girl. Yeah, that's my chop. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to the chop. We have new shows every Tuesday and Thursday. Make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast apps. You can send us an email and we might read it on the show next week. Latrice and Manila at gmail.com. Yeah, and you can follow us at Latrice Royale and at Manila Luzon. We'll see you next week to find out who gets the chop. Forever. To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. <laughs>